Hello and welcome to the print dashboard. The Auto Expo is on and it has returned after a long gap of three years. And the Prince Auto Expert Kushan Mitra was there. So to know all the action that's happening there, all the new launches, all the new ideas that are being showcased for this week-long event, we connect straight to Kushan. Hi Kushan, welcome to the print. Thank you Anurag. Uh, yes, the Auto Expo has been on in very cold weather. It is very cold. 8.30 in the morning was the first press conference in the media day where Maruti Suzuki unveiled their EVX, which is going to be the concept on which their first electric car that's going to be coming in 2025, two years from now, will be based. And it was quite clear, uh, as I've written over here at the print, that electric was the main theme. Everywhere you went, whether it was MG, BYD, Hyundai, Kia, it was all electrics. You saw electrics concepts, you know, cars that might be coming to the country. They were all electrics. Of course, there was also some hydrogen and ethanol all over the place. But uh, the only car that was actually launched at the Auto Expo was the Ionic 5. And while it's been showcased for a while, Hyundai announced the prices of the Ionic 5, which would be assembled in Chennai uh, for at, at 45 lakhs. So um, that media drive will be coming up soon. And please do read my review of the Ionic 5 when it does come out. We'll probably be doing a video on that as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I have been uh, seeing a lot of news from Tata. Yes, it has been making buzz. Uh, so let let our viewers know. Oh wow, Tata was the car maker that made the most buzz at the Auto Expo. I mean, Tata Motors, because they have on the wider portfolios. I mean, from small commercial vehicles like the Tata Ace now, which is electrified now. You have a small electrified version of the Tata Ace, but they were showcasing a lot of the new EVs based on the current platforms like the. Uh, Harrier EV and you had uh, Altros EV as well but they also showcased some of their uh, future platforms such as the Curve CURVV uh, which will now have a, you know uh, an internal combustion engine as well even though the first Curve concept when it was showcased was an electric and they also showcased the return of the Tata Sierra right which looked really nice I mean it's got the same you know curved rear glass that the Sierra was famous for back in the past. And this will be a pure EV as well. Tata Motors has made very clear that they look at EVs as an opportunity for them. They've sold 50,000 EVs so far in the Indian market and they hope to sell 50,000 EVs in 2023 alone. Would it be uh, correct to say that uh, Tata is again upping the game for the Indian uh, auto sector because it's, it's focusing full on electric, it's still focusing keeps its focus on the uh, ic engine yes it and it's sort of uh, the, the entire uh, gamut of offerings it, i mean to me i mean it looks like they are future ready or like they want oh, yeah. to at least project that uh, tata motors was the fastest growing car maker in 2022 fastest growing large car maker let me put it like that um they beat hyundai out for the number two position a couple of times last year in some months even though hyundai did you know, for the year itself, 2022 calendar year, Hyundai did, was number two uh, to Maruti Suzuki. Tata Motors has come on very strong. Their new cars have done very well. And even older platforms like the Nexon, which is actually based on an older platform, the Tata Bolt actually, um, is uh, doing very, very well. Nexon, the Nexon EV. And they look at EVs, even though their current EV lineup are just conversions of IC uh, cars. The, they're very, very strong on EVs. Uh, if you go around Delhi in particular right now, you see a lot of electric taxis, 
from a service provider such as Blue Smart. Right. They are all running something called the Express T, which is the commercial variant of the Tigor EV. Uh, you see a lot of Tata Nexon EVs that are running for the government in Delhi because uh, the government wants at least uh, the bureaucrats and you know short commuters commute distances to become evs as well clearly tata is 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 covering all bases uh, be it electric or oh uh, yes or, or or ic engines but what about the competitors i i i, I see uh, maruti finally came up with the jimny uh, oh yes much awaited, uh, <laughs> much awaited jimny 3 years after the 2 door version was uh, 3 door 3 door version was yeah. uh, shown yeah. Finally, the oh yeah, the, the five door one is out. The five door one is out, and it was uh, well. I didn't attend that conference because I had my ICOT uh, awards that night. But I believe I was seeing pictures of my friends in the conference. They couldn't see this, barely see the car because it's so crowded, so excited. I believe the Maruti Nexa website crashed when people wanted to book it. People have been looking to book the Jimny a lot. Mm. Um, they're really excited about it. So here's what we know about the Jimny so far. You'll come out with something called All Grip Pro on the top end model, which will have a low ratio gearbox, you know, where you have a go ability to go to four low uh, for four wheel drive, for, uh, for low wheel low ratio on four wheel drive, as well as having a smart uh, system for all the All Grip uh, that Maruti has. It'll have the 1.5 liter K15 engine, with about 100 PS of power, and uh, it will be a mild hybrid. That's what we know about the Jimny. I believe the launch is going to be, uh, formal deliveries will start, launch has already been launched, formal deliveries will start around the March-April time frame. And actually, even though Mahindra did not take part in the Auto Expo, I think they knew the Jimny was coming. Right. So they also launched the two-wheel drive, the rear-wheel drive version of the Mahindra Thar a few days before the Auto Expo. It's a car we'll be driving and reviewing very soon on the print. Like staying away from uh, the Auto Expo, but still uh, managing to Ooh, yeah. keep the news on. And, and what about other competitors, which according to you is, uh, or which are the offerings that you see uh, you stood out for you? Well, I looked at the Kia stall very interestingly. I mean, Kia had some interesting concepts. I really like Kia is now making purpose-built uh, versions of the Karen's van, which won the Indian Car of the Year, for the police and for the ambulance services. They look very nice. But they also showcased the KA4, which many of us believe will be the new version of the Carnival, which has done very well. And they showcase their EV9, which is a van, but it's a full electric, as it said. There was also the Seal from BYD, which uh, is their next generation of electric car, which looks really nice. The BYD blade cells are used by Mercedes-Benz and uh, Toyota, and therefore Sparati Suzuki as well. They'll be used in their cars. MG showcased a lot of cars. Um, so MG was, they said, uh, MG's boss, Rajiv Chaba said all the cars they showcased at their stall were not concepts. They were all production ready. They're just sussing out the market. So you had everything from the MG4 electric. You had the MG EHS, which is a hybrid. MG also showcased uh, plug-in hybrids, which is a technology that hasn't come to India as yet. So a plug-in hybrid is a sort of go-between between an EV and a hybrid where you can charge the battery pack at home. It's a smaller battery pack than, say, a pure EV, right. but a larger battery pack than a, what you call a self-charging hybrid like uh, the Grand Vitara or the new Innova Hycross. Very interesting, Kushan. Uh, as you like, mentioned in the beginning of the, of, of, the, of the show today, 
that uh, there was just one car that was actually one or two I one mean, that was actually launched for the, yes. for, the for the market uh, and because you have been covering this for a really long time how do you see the ratio between the number of uh, offerings which are futuristic or number and the number which is ready like it has the because for me what i could gather this time was that a lot of stuff that was being offered looks they will yeah. be ready in 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 if not long term in medium term or oh, yeah. maybe in some cases even short term maybe a couple of years from oh, now yeah. they would be ready to roll no like the tata harrier.ev right is they according to them still a concept but you know they were running not on what we call concept tires concept tires are always huge wheels and very narrow tires i mean very slim tires but these were running on as uh, a colleague mentioned they were running on mrfs and you know you don't run concepts on mrfs so it must be very very close to production right. maruti clearly said that the evx will come in two years time they've made that very clear um while kia didn't say when the uh, ev9 which is a concept will come out it's clear that the ev9 will be launched in global markets by 2024 even ones that were more futuristic like the curve from tata or even the avinia from tata are medium term cars all 2024 2025 i don't think people are looking very long term as yet because uh, uh, the market is evolving very very fast there are going to be questions about whether battery electrics are the way forward there's of course a lot of talk about hydrogen as well so there are quite a few vehicles that ran on hydrogen uh, that were being showcased and then we can we can clearly say that uh, the nature of uh, the auto expo in itself has changed vastly oh, yes. in the last 3 years because yeah, yeah. Uh, i mean purely speaking from an auto enthusiast point of view uh, there used to be majority uh, offerings used to they used to look good uh, futuristic but in your in your heart of heart you know that it's not coming anytime soon but this time i think it's 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 a lot of them were like as oh, you yes. say they were near to production they were near production but what is also unfortunate many manufacturers did not take part in fact i was very surprised mahindra didn't take part because mahindra did have some interesting concepts to showcase um none of the luxury manufacturers took part so even there was no audi no bmw no um mercedes uh, of course volkswagen group also didn't take part honda also didn't take part in fact the day before the expo honda sent us a teaser of their <laughs> upcoming suv that will be based on the city uh, the hybrid suv that will be coming in the middle of the year so um but everything looks more ready i think uh, ready yet uh, yet futuristic because india is uh, yeah. moving electric and uh, kushan in one of his columns uh, does mention that there were two e's that uh, ruled the roost at this year's auto expo first was electric and the other was ethanol, ethanol. and we saw from maruti a flexible fuel vehicle Of course, the day Nitin Gadkari came, day two of the Auto Expo, he was very enthusiastic about ethanol. Uh, being from uh, Nagpur area, where a lot of sugar cane growers and a lot of sugar mills, now the ethanol conversation began uh, because it was in order to help the sugar mills, and uh, became a narrative by this government to say, okay, we are doing some import substitution. So, in fact, if you live in a major city today, uh, top hundred city. your car is already running on a blend of petrol and ethanol called E10 which is 10% up to 10% ethanol and from april 1st onwards most cars at least maruti has made it very clear i was speaking to cv raman the executive director technology at maruti suzuki and he said from april 1 every maruti vehicle will be able to run on E20 but the government is very keen on something called flexible fuel vehicles 
which you're going to read about in my next column, uh, which are going to be able to run on up to 85% ethanol. So literally more ethanol than petrol. Uh, literally a little wee dram, wee bit of Prashant, petrol. You do mention that, uh, uh, you, you mentioned Brazil. Yes. And the experiment being having some, gain some level of success there in that yes. country. Uh, are there more countries or is it just Brazil that's uh, that has found success in it? Well, Brazil was over, you know, growing too much sugar cane, and uh, you know they were flooding the market with sh sugar back in the because day. Because when we because when we talk in terms purely in terms of technology that's available, some of the Western markets have more cutting edge technology when it comes to uh, you know making sustainable fuel. So why yeah. only Brazil? Because Brazil was growing too much sugarcane once upon a time and uh, they wanted their sugarcane growers to do something about it. India had also began with sugarcane but then the government also realized we are growing far too much grain and as our supply chains improve, right. uh, we are acquiring so much grain, what to do with that grain, whether it's rice, wheat, millets, barley, whatever. And uh, you know, you can, uh, you can say people threatened there'd be a wheat shortage this year now. This is, weirdly enough, a sort of mix between both the automotive sector and agriculture. You'll have to speak to agricultural journalists to get a better idea of, of this as well. Um, but what's going to happen is the government has promised that they will buy ethanol for between 63 to 65 rupees a liter and blend it in petrol. Um, there are So the ethanol can be gained from not just from sugarcane, but also from rice, from wheat. It'll be denatured, so you can't take that ethanol and, you know, drink it like you would but uh, ethanol is of course the uh, main thing so 85 percent another it's like it's it's another uh, another uh, intervention uh, by the government it continues in the auto sector uh, it could be disruptive could it can we call it disruptive because again it'll uh, as you have mentioned that uh, it will bring uh, new challenges for it will become because you have to modify the engine significantly because uh, as anybody knows if you've done your high school chemistry uh, alcohol is a you know solvent you know you'd use alcohol as a nail polish remover you can use alcohol as a disinfectant and as a result it damages moving metal parts so your cylinders need changes you cannot use for example rubber or plastic tubing you have to have metal tubing I saw the flexible fuel vehicle that Maruti has developed is a lot more metal, a lot more plumbing. Um, you need different types of lubricating oils. Um, can it make a difference? Yes, but I also think that there's another factor. Again, if going back to chemistry, you know, stoichiometry, if you remember all of that, ethanol has, has less calorific value than petrol. So each liter of ethanol has less bang than a liter of petrol, 20% less bang. So should there be a price discount on ethanol blended petrol? And uh, yeah, so those are the issues we need to have. How much more will it cost and how much uh, of crude oil will we save? Right. These are all questions, but uh, I think E85 is still a good um, year to two years away. Well, then in that case, we still have to wait for some time. And, and before we let our viewers go, uh, Kushan, uh, it was a busy week for you and yes. you were also at the ICOT. Yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, Kushan was one of the jury members. Uh, you guys picked the best vehicle. Why did you pick it? What was it? Oh, the, A little bit of backstory and then, then we'll... As I up. said earlier in the video, it was the Kia Karens. And uh, Kia Karens, I wrote in my year-end article that I thought the Kia Karens was the most relevant vehicle launched in 22 because... When I took it to my uh, toddler's school and all the parents asked me about it. In fact, when I go to my toddler's school and I went today, there are about eight or nine Karens over there. So 
is most relevant vehicle. Of course, people will ask questions about the award, but I think the scoring system, as I've explained in my weekend column, is very fair. And uh, it was that. And the Mercedes-Benz EQS 580 won premium car by iCoty. It's an excellent, excellent car. And premium cars, you can give those awards to. And the Kia EV6 won the green car by iCoty, and it's one of the best electric cars out there. So yeah, iCoty was fun. Uh, you know, we do a hard job of driving cars all over the world and well, all over the country. Of that, more of that, will that hard work will continue. <laughs> we will continue to bring the best in the autos journalism for the print and its viewers. Uh, with that, we come to this episode of the print dashboard. Thank you for watching. Thank you, Kush. Thank you, Anurag.